You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Folks, they are trying to take DFS away from our sweet, sweet Canadian friends. We will not let it happen today. Brian and I discuss on Lulz plus a new intro. I, does he think... I think he thinks this, he thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? (laughs) Random.org. Type in one for yes, two for no, and let the DFS guys pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. (laughs) Please don't do bus. What do we think, Brian? That's good. (laughs) <laughs> it was about time we moved on. We've had the default, you know, streamers <laughs> intro here for uh, a little over a year. So my guy Zenon, who's been helping me out with video clips, uh, put that together for us. And uh, I love how it turned out. That was great. At this December 3rd, 1983. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is Zenon uh, did that and he didn't even know that we have the joke that we've been making this podcast for, for years and years. So it was, oh, really? uh, it was just perfect. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was trying to think of like, what are the things from the Lulz universe that are, um, I don't know, permanently embedded within this. And so Vegas, Dave, uh, random.org, not duping. Um, uh, I feel like we hit a lot of the, a, a lot of the main ones. Yeah, no, that was good. I forgot about a couple of those. The Vegas Dave one. Yeah. I'm going to put this in the uh, my Discord because it doesn't auto-do it for Twitch. I have to go back into that that bot thing and figure that one out. Oh, yeah, I can show you how to do that. Um, yeah. Good afternoon to everyone. Thank you, Lou. Um, uh, I know you guys had a good uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock thumbnail on the Club in GMI show on Monday. I had to get in the mix. Yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know, the, Brian and I do this show on Wednesdays. Brian hasn't got his uh, his Chris Rock takes off yet, so we had to do that. Ryan Bradley's looking forward to the afternoon lulls. Welcome, Joshua. Spoiler alert: Yes, you get a UFC 273 show. Assuming UFC 273 is the one a week from Saturday, is that the one, Brian? I, you know what? I know that, but I know. <laughs> If it is the one on April 9th, then yes. Um, Brian and I are cooking up a little special Saturday yeah. stream. Yes. And we've already booked some guests. It's going to be a fun card. Um, so yes, you guys can uh, plan on tuning in for that. We will have drinks. And it coincidentally, Brian and I were wanting to do this live hang anyways. Uh, our friend John Kelly had reached out to us about running it back. But Brian, it is also going to be conveniently our 200th slash 100th show. That's right. Yeah, it just worked out that way. It's perfect. There you go. We're going to try to give away some stuff too. We'll see if we can get some uh, some free stuff for people. Yeah, I mean, the, the people love uh, love the giveaways, right? We'll do a, just a horrible structure, no structure, a randomizer that makes no sense. And eventually we'll get it to you. There you go. Um, Joshua has two, five, five, five tickets. I assume, uh, that's a DraftKings contest for that. Congratulations. That'll be a fun sweat. Yes, Eric, this is the new Lulz time. Brian and I are better than ever. We're more rejuvenated 4 PM. 
Brian and I um, spoke with some shamans, some people who take looks at internal body clocks. They kind of <laughs> optimized when we can best deliver these takes. And they said, lulls at 4 p.m. is when we are most in sync, Brian. That's right. Yeah. Um, Six wants to know, though. He wants your Will Smith, Chris Rock takes. I've already fired a few off on a couple other shows, but I got to hear. I can't imagine you are watching this live. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> But I did immediately tweet after I saw it. So, what was your immediate tweet? I missed it. Uh, it was a joke you wouldn't get. I don't think it was. I, I heard not watching, but I heard the uh, the Dodgers catcher just bitch slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, it's a, it's a stupid baseball joke. There, Will Smith is the catcher for the Dodgers. Uh, People seem to like it. Okay, all right, little joke for MLB Twitter there. I yeah, like MLB it. Twitter joke with the new season coming. You know. Yeah. There were some good ones out there though. Yeah, this is this is why you got sent to Beller in the first place. I saw <laughs> there were lots of puns on there on the Fresh yeah. Prince uh, as well. Did you have any? I assume obviously you then watched the clip. Um, did yeah. you, what, what were your immediate uh, thoughts after seeing the clip? Um, well, oh, my immediate one was: Is this fake or not? Yes. Which my immediate thought was: Well, I, or, like this is crazy, but is this fake or not? Like, I mean, right away, like if you were watching it right that minute, I could, you know, I could be like, no, maybe this is staged. I don't know. And then, and then, and then, cause they didn't have that uh, feed where he's like freaking out afterwards where he's swearing and stuff. That, that was like a foreign feed. Yes. So the, the first feed, you just see the slap and then he comes back and that's it. Yes. Um, and I wasn't watching live. And then eventually those other feeds come where he's, you know, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth and he's like almost on the verge of tears if not crying and it's like hmm <laughs> and then chris rock kind of like bumbles it it's like okay i think that was real yeah i kind of wish uh i was watching that live because i feel like my reactions in the moment would have been more pure uh opposed to waking up to all of the uh the twitter jokes there um catching up on a few things uh both uh ff doom i did legit just get out of the sauna about an hour ago uh i was at the gym thank you for saying i'm glowing i actually have a new camera and so i'm still working through my lighting situation here um i need to get bad another. just just it's, it's not it's the it's the, you just got out of the gym so you're a little yeah but like it's it, i'm shiny i'm shiny right now like uh yeah. if i had a zit with this camera and this lighting, it would be, it would be bad news. Yeah. It looks like you just got out of the gym or whatever. Thank you guys. I appreciate everyone saying my guys uh, glistening here. <laughs> it's not that um, bad. I would, they're, get, they're getting to you with the, it's the lips comment all over again. They're getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the glistening man with no lips. Thank you. Um, although I will say I'm noticing here, solely bro is trying to divide the lulz community. He says the virgin YouTube versus the Chad Twitch stream chat. I mean, is this going to oh, become wow. a, a civil war here? Among I like Lulz? it. That's like a, that's like a big T technique. You know, the jocks versus the nerds. I think we're going to bring them over to Twitch. Yeah. Um, Will asks, what gym do I go to? I want to stalk you. At least you make your intentions very clear when you ask that question. <laughs> I feel like you probably could have baited me into telling you with a better setup there, but I'm going to pass on that one, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, Let's see here. Uh, do you ever grow a bread, Pete? Is this like hmm. a sourdough bread COVID thing that everyone did? Is that what this is referencing? I would assume that means he meant beard, but uh, <laughs> maybe not. Look at, well, I mean, what is going on with our chat? GM Shorty is now saying I need to have a makeup artist for my lols appearances. <laughs> You're not the only one. I forgot that. I, I, I haven't shaved in a while. How about this, guys? How about I just turn down uh, the brightness here? You guys want some, maybe there. How's this? A little better? It's a little better. And then I'm going to have to reset all these. Whatever. Screw you guys. Don't, don't I'm living my best you. life. Don't <laughs> you. Um, any, any other takes, though, on the uh, the Will Smith, Chris Rock stuff? Before well, we move on? The, the, um, uh, the, the whole thing was pretty, pretty crazy. And uh, that there's like a kind of a large portion of people who are like the um, the uh, you know you gotta protect your woman like it was okay 
to do that crowd. Okay, I'm assuming you're on the same page as me, which is you can't just go up and hit somebody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, their I don't think their logic is makes sense e- either if they think about it like a little bit longer. Like, so like let's take like the legality out of it. Yeah. Like, if you could, you like uh, propose a scenario where I would like do something like that. It was like, probably, you know, like, like someone, like if someone's parents just passed away the day before you're making fun of that or something, you know, some cold shit. Bitcoin bros says your Dow idea sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said something about my Dow. Like that fucking, yeah, that's a backhand right there. At least Um, I'm just getting angry thinking about it. Well, you know, maybe Will Smith was right. Uh, But like, uh, uh, yeah. So like, but I think, even even if you said like okay somebody made fun of somebody you know whatever i don't even want to something really bad right um even if you hit the person like you're still just like you know you're like taking a chance right you're not like um you're not like oh okay it's my turn to everyone subjectively agrees that this is the time you can hit somebody yeah so like once you hit somebody like and then you bring like laws back in like there's a reason there's a story like the Hatfield and McCoys, right? It's because then the other person can then fight back. Or if you kill them, like in the Hatfield McCoys, it could become this like clan war of people going back and forth, which is why we have laws. <laughs> so like that sort of thing doesn't happen, right? Like it doesn't just, it doesn't go, Hey, you got to defend your woman. And then it ends there. Like what, Right? Like what am I in living in a crazy world here or are they are they just completely not thinking this through? No, they're not thinking it through. And also like what's the intended effect? Like Will Smith comes out looking like a crazy person. Like I know there were those takes flying around like yeah, he, you know, yeah. defended his woman's honor, but the majority of the public thinks he's a crazy person who lost his marbles. Right. So like if you're take is that he de- like wouldn't defending the woman someone said uh kareem abdul jabbar wrote a Substack yeah. uh on something wouldn't will smith writing a Substack post after the fact or doing something where he said hey this is why this joke was insensitive this is why it crossed the line for me wouldn't that be defending her honor way more than going up and slapping someone you would think so and for like the defenders too like don't you think there's some subjectivity here going on with like maybe you think this is your level for where it's okay to slap. Like what if somebody else has a different level? They don't like your politics or something. Is it okay then for them to slap you? Like when, did, where does this end? You know, do you, are you really thinking this through? And also, so I tweet. Oh, go ahead. I, t- I tweeted out. I got like one, like <laughs> I'm like, you know, he's, he's on roids. I bet he's got a big part. He just played like an old guy. He was probably overweight or something. I didn't see the movie and he's got to get in shape. And so I Googled his IMDb and his production. His next two movies are Bad Boys 4 and that Blight or whatever, where he's also kind of like a cop hero. Yeah. I bet he's I bet he's juiced to the gills right now. Okay. All not right. To me- like not theory. to mention are c- clearly unstable. And yeah, you know, he's been a celebrity, you know, half a billionaire since he was whatever, 16. So he's he's probably insane, you know, mm-hmm. but like I'm thinking, I think in the juice didn't help. Right. I could see that. I, I'm sure this take has been floated. Um, I know it, this is not a novel idea, but there's no chance he does that if Amy Schumer delivers that joke. Do you All think right. if it's if it's Jimmy Kimmel, let's say, a yeah. standard white comedian, do you think he goes up there and slaps? I don't know. Um, I would pro- probably. You yeah, think? I don't think he's slapping the rock. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I don't well, think that's he's... the thing. Like Chris Rock, a guy that has your same race that is much shorter than you and yeah. probably is going to be a bit of a pacifist. You're not Chris Rock is going to take that one on the chin. He's not cocking back and getting into a brawl with you. Like that was a safe slap candidate for Will Smith. Yeah. And it was it was it was cowardice. He didn't go up there like, I'm going to kick your ass. Get ready. Here, you know what I mean? He went yeah. up there almost kind of just like his head down. Chris Rock probably thought he was doing a bit and he was going to like whisper in his ear or whatever. Who knows? Or maybe hug him really hard. Who knows? 
and and then and then he cold cocks him, and and you know it's like uh, it's not a full punch, but it doesn't. I mean he he got him pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean it's hard to tell. He rolled with it. I mean there's still like a two percent chance the whole thing was fake, but like I I mean I, I seriously doubt it at this point. But it was it was what are they four inches at least in height? Probably fifty pounds. And Will Smith's on juice, and Chris Rock probably isn't. <laughs> Edwin is uh, calling bullshit on him getting uh, roided up to play Richard. <laughs> no, well, that was last year. He, that's when he won the Academy, Academy yeah. Awards for it. And that is hilarious. These people are so like yeah. so far from reality. That's like, yeah. we'll just keep him there. No one even stop this. And then we'll give him his award. <laughs> yeah. This award. Well, I was what thinking, world are you living in? Well, these guys live in insane world. I was a... Uh, this is very tangentially related, but just talking about Hollywood stars who have like warped brains. But I heard a story uh, recently about how Tom Cruise, like through COVID was like just pushing through filming Mission Impossible 7 and they were filming it in various places of Europe. But of course these countries, and I believe the example was Finland, they have their shutdown rules and what they're allowing to do. And Tom Cruise is like going to, you know, the patriarchs of, of these countries and the presidents and being like, I need to shoot Mission Impossible and trying to get like carve outs. It's like Tom Cruise just so out of his rocker that he's like, the rules don't apply to me and I am going to make my movie and I'm going to ask the king if I can do that. These guys, they, they beyond the pale as far That's as... Hilarious. <laughs> what everyday life is sweden has a king i don't know if feeling this google finland's prime minister sana i can't remember her last name In, uh sana marin yeah yeah marin or mary something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah not bad prime um, minister as far as prime ministers go that's a dime I, piece did we just find out that brian's in love with the prime minister of finland i uh, why not is there, anything, is there anything wrong with that? You guys, this is what you guys are going to do. You're going to pair up and you guys are going to get gambling, poker, DFS, sports betting legalized across the world. Brian Hooper in a Marin ticket. I mean, who says I have, no? a, I have a feeling she doesn't agree with any of my politics. <laughs> any of my politics. Uh, you know, you could try. You could she, try. Got busted, she got busted during the COVID lockdowns at a club clubbing. Uh, seems like you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I don't force lockdowns on a whole country and then go out clubbing. I I probably wouldn't do that. That's um, like the Gavin Newsom move, right? He goes oh, forces that, lockdowns like, how many, and then goes was to like ten of them who got caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely he was he was Exhibit A. Um, Chris, so Chris Rock. So at first, I thought he's gonna be cool. Chris. Chris Rock seems like a cool dude, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, at first, I thought he's just going to be cool, but he hasn't said anything, and it's been what now? Three days? Yeah. So I think he was, at first, he's like, you know, oh, you know, whatever, don't press charges. That's another thing, the charges thing. Uh, but, but let me talk about Chris Rock first. I think he was, like, trying to be cool or whatever, and I think it's, like, coming to him, like, well, first of all, I'm going to be a meme now for the next decade, right? right? Like that meme, we we joked about it on DMs today. Like it's not going to be funny here in like a day. But then eventually someone's going to make a good one like a few months from now and then it'll get back in vogue. And yeah. then it's going to be part of like the meme rotation for, for a long time. This is yeah, going to be part of the meme rotation for a long time. And so like his – they're not going to be talking about his special – like his 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 old his his stand up specials like those early ones were classics if someone people haven't seen them yeah check out his first two um uh anyways like it, it's actually damaging to his career like he could argue it at least yeah and then he's like I'm doing all these stupid movies with Adam Sandler to pay the bills hmm maybe I don't have to do those anymore I just get my Will Smith and sue the Academy he definitely sued the Academy and will smith i i see i agree with steel curtains take i think he's going to spin this into content because i do think there's multiple paths to winning the one you outlined yeah. could definitely be a path to winning but i think as far as saving his face like he can he can do whatever he wants with this he could write an hour of stand-up about this night this moment he could write a book 
He could do a podcast series. Like he could do whatever the hell he wants to monetize this. And my guess, knowing Chris Rock, how talented Chris Rock is, how well connected he is, he can get any distribution channel he wants. He will tell this story in the way he wants and he will monetize it. And he will ultimately, I think, control the narrative on it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing saying he can't do both of these things. Um, yeah. I think he definitely is going to do it in his stand up. Like, it's clearly that's going to be like a 15 minute bit, yeah. if not longer. Um, but, like, uh, I think he could do both. I mean, why not? I mean, he could probably, he could probably get, he could probably get his people to contact Will Smith's people and they give him $50 million tomorrow and he just, just don't file a lawsuit. Yeah. I bet. I, bet. I wouldn't doubt me. And, and also, suing the Academy Awards, people would probably, cheer him for that they don't like the academy awards anymore right yeah. like they're like the epitome of um you know rich snobs yeah so like that doesn't hurt his career so like i think he you do the bits you go on the tv shows and you know the the jimmy kimmel's whatever and you have your one-liner about it you could do it all and then you see the academy and maybe get a little money from will smith you don't have to do your adam sandler 15 minutes every year i'm telling you right now if next year's Oscars isn't absolutely littered with fake punches, fake wrestling, just psych yeah. outs here, there, those writers have failed. I mean, oh, it yeah. is now so right. You go to accept your speech. You do the, the fake fighting. Like I need this uh, fully staged. Uh, sure. Now you come out, you come out in like some protective gear or a catcher's mask. <laughs> yeah, there's so many bits you could do with that. Oh yeah. They're definitely um, going to do it. Someone in the chat was mentioning that Chris Rock shows have been selling out fast. I'd seen this one, the Wilbur, uh, a venue here in Boston performs yeah. at the Wilbur theater. Uh, that's tonight, $46 cheapest ticket, uh, a week and a half ago, now $411 as of a couple days ago. So this is already putting butts in seats. Uh, the, uh, and I could, I could totally be wrong, but I looked at his Twitter on when it happened and I swear he had like 3.6 million followers and I looked at it today and he had over five. That could have really? been, I could have just been looking at the wrong thing, but like, um, I would love to see if he actually added that, that many in, in two days. Uh, it, I mean, I guess it wouldn't surprise me. And then like the, uh, the, the pressing charges thing too. Now I am no lawyer, but I don't think it works like, like TV shows, like law and order. Like, I don't think you just get to go, I won't press charges. And it's like, okay, it's case dismissed. Like, press, like that type of thing is like if there's like a fight at a house or something and then the cops come and you go, eh, I don't want to press charges. Well, they just don't have anything. They don't have a case. So they go, right. okay, and they leave. Right. But if it's on TV, if you, <laughs> like if you punch someone in front of a cop, right, in front of in like in front of hundreds of people on the streets of Chicago or something and everyone sees it and it's all recorded, like it, it's a criminal offense. Like so he doesn't have to go civil and sue him for money. Um, but like, I don't think you just get to go, no, no, no. Uh, like the cop, I think that, I think the cops can still prosecute Will Smith if they wanted to, and it wouldn't be like rude or mean. I think that's like the, the status quo. And, and there's a little Hollywood TV show of people going, no, if you say you don't press charges, it's over. Right. And like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I could be wrong about that though. There's probably also a line to, you know, what you do. Like there's a line too where it's like, I mean, what you, you kill someone and someone doesn't press charge. I mean, you're still right. going to be like, what? Yeah, like, no, what, we have it on camera. Like? There was a hundred <laughs> cops on scene, but you said not to press charges, you know? Well, yeah. that person can't say that, but like you, either way, I get your, I get your point right before they're off a of life sport. Don't press charges. And then they die. Goodness. Um, so there you go. Uh, Chris Rock, uh, Will Smith. I, I have a feeling this isn't the end of content we have seen about this story for sure. Um, Brian, sad news today or recently here in the DFS streets. Um, Ontario sports betting is coming. And because of a few different mechanics of that, DFS is no longer going to exist in Ontario as of what a few uh, a few weeks from now, even less than that, beginning of April, correct? Mm, tomorrow or two days. Tomorrow, okay. I think. I mean, who knows? These reports are kind of having a little bit of contradictions or so. But um, yeah, like the fourth is when sports betting is legal, but I think they're pulling out on the on the first. And then when we first saw this, we didn't know if DF um, if DraftKings is going to do it, but it looks like. Both FanDuel and DraftKings are pulling out. 
And maybe just to set the stage for this conversation and the people who uh, are listening to this in audio form and not seeing the article up on the screen, maybe kind of give the broad strokes of what led to this moment. Well, they, they had some sort of monopoly sports betting product in Canada. I think it was like parlays or something like that. I, I know very little about it, but I've seen people talk about it. And they decided to go um, province by province, which is you know state by state here in America, and let them kind of pick and choose what they how they want to uh, handle gambling. And so Ontario uh, put this uh, regulation on it. I don't know what the AGCO is. It's probably some sort of committee f- from their from their government um, established by statute. Was what I would guess. That's how we do it. we do it here in Illinois, anyways. This uh, hundred thousand dollar registration fee, which is that's not that bad, but the twenty five percent tax on DFS revenue, and according to this article, anyways, is double the rate. Yeah, and so I'm assuming that they're just like this is this isn't worth it. Um, and also now they can't do um, pool liquidity. So you can't have um, Quebec and Ontario players playing all on the same site. And I don't know if that means uh, our rest of world too. So like you can't have a DFS site with just Ontario residents, I'm guessing. <laughs> Although, I mean, this, this article says there was 2 million DFS players in Ontario. Alone. That blows my mind. I, I would love to know how many are – you know, have played more than one contest or played more than one sport. That's crazy high because out of, it says in another article we have where they have about 14.5 million residents, right? And so that means like how many of those are kids and how many of those are like extremely old people? Yeah. And then out of that, you got 2 million. How many of those people are under 21, right? God. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a high percentage. Yeah. Yep. Which sucks, which sucks for them, you know? You no, know, it, it's awful. Steel Curtain here, poker and DFS have been ring-fenced to Ontario, so if DraftKings wants to operate, it would have to be Ontario players only. Right. We've seen a similar thing with poker, right? Was it like the tri-state area in Vegas were kind of, it was what, like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, in Vegas represented a poker pool that could play on like World Series well, of Poker? Well, originally it was just your state. Mm-hmm. And I I saw that they they uh, threw that around that they were going to join up with those big ones in Delaware because Delaware needs it right they're so small yeah I don't know if that ever got done I don't pay attention to poker legislation that much anymore um, but yeah that's exactly when I was talking about pool liquidity was exactly what that uh, that comment was about yeah it's yeah. It, is, it is a joke it, I mean and then poker and Illinois is a joke. In one of these articles, Pete, there is the at the bottom. There's a there's a little poker, a little poker blurb. So this does this does change poker too. So I guess now, see what I always thought was, um, I always thought it was like basically legal in Canada. So yeah, some online poker operators are prepared to take a chance on Ontario last week. GG Poker announced it would launch in the province eight eight eight. So like. Poker stars told PokerFuse is working with regulars to find an attractive offering for players. See, because I, I thought Poker Stars was already legal in there. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was the whole thing that all those poker players would go up to Vancouver and all yeah. over because that's where they could play all those online events. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but I guess they're going to do the same thing with those. Man, I mean, you're gonna have you, you'll have. You'll have a poker site because that's about the size of New Jersey. Actually, it's bigger than New Jersey. I, don't, can't, I think New Jersey's in like the 12 to 15 million resident range. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll have uh, working sites, but if they can't pool liquidity again, that's going to suck. That would make poker stars way worse if they have to follow those rules now. Yeah. Um Sounds like Steel Curtain, I, I take it you are in Ontario. Uh, Steel Curtain's kind of estimating that $2 million being normal uh, or just a one-time user versus, he says, 150K active users. Even even that still seems pretty good. Like, that's, that's a nice chunk of, of players there. 
you would figure DraftKings would just eat it and pay and then maybe charge higher rake and eat a little bit of it. And then since you don't pay gambling taxes in, in Canada, you know, I guess it's not that horrible for you guys, like compared to Americans anyways. But like, uh, I don't know. I could see them going, eh, why, why bother? Well- well, that was actually an interesting thing because we, we mentioned that Haralabob on Spanky podcast uh, a week or two ago, and he was saying how they're even starting to crack down on some of the professional gamblers and poker yeah. players saying, no, you do this professionally, so we are going to actually come for your taxes on it. Right, yeah, that sucks for them. I'm I'm guessing it's the public the public players who are, you know, doing podcasts, building up a brand, yeah. building up a brand. And they're like, Hey, what the hell's going on here? I imagine if you make like 50 K off of DFS every year, they probably don't give a shit. Or if you have a regular job and you make, you know, whatever off of DFS, they probably don't care. And that's, that's a pretty nice edge over, over American players. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's see here. FF Doom asked the question, is it possible or has there ever been a DFS contest where an entry can be up against the sports book itself, like a cash game versus DK's computerized or computer optimized lineup? We've talked about peer-to-peer DFS ideas. Um, this is kind of an interesting thing. He's more saying almost like you're playing blackjack against the house hmm. and the house has its hand. Yeah. Would you love to see the DK optimal <laughs> on, on a given slate? <laughs> Man. Huh. It's interesting. Yeah. Because they'd probably fuck it up for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they can't even get they can't even get the actives right, you know, like well, I was gonna say they'd probably hire a DFS pro, right? They they'd probably hire a DFS pro, maybe a couple of them. Yeah. Um Let's see here. Ian asked the uh, the pertinent questions here. Do you know if Ontario players can play at underdog? Um, I'm going to guess this puts things in pretty dicey proposition. Wouldn't underdog be beholden to the same? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hundred thousand, twenty-five percent taxes. Is any other operator? That's true. I guess it's always tough to know because the Uija carve out or whatever. I don't know if that applies. Yeah, because we had we had um, like there was definitely when the legislation was going down here in Illinois, there was there was lobbyists for season long in, yeah. in Springfield and making that distinction known. So. Sir Sheeb says uh, he's checked in with underdog support. They're still unsure. Bestmall might not be DFS. So it's definitely um, not DFS. It, it, it isn't. So I, I truly hope that uh, that distinction. Mm. That That is a lot of products though. Like the pick them, who knows what they would do with that. And then, uh, and then they have their daily, their daily offerings, right? Like you could play NBA tonight. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't, I don't know. I guess we could, uh, we could have asked. Den Den says, mind you, if you're in Canada, you can play on offshore gambling sites without a problem. Online so- slots are big on Twitch and they're all from Canada. Brian, are you, have you thought about moving to Canada and focusing your new found Twitch presence on online slots? I have. Yeah. Once I get to uh, 53 followers, no. Um, online slots. I wonder if those like the black you know like the blackjack slots you could like break even on if you play perfect strategy if you ever read read any of those books yeah i know someone who like basically has an addiction to those like those slot machines 
And I was telling him, like, Taylor, here, I sent him, like, do this book, do the perfect strategy. Just follow, just play the, uh, did I say blackjack? Po the poker ones. Just okay. play the, po just play the poker slot machine ones. Big difference between poker and video blackjack. poker, That's right? That's video poker. Yeah, yeah. And like, you'll break even, maybe you'll lose it a little bit, but maybe they'll copy some free drinks or something. Yeah. But you're not going to like lose tons of money over your lifetime. If you can't stop, at least be smart about it. He's right. like, no, I like the ones with all the diamonds and stuff. It's like, all right, fine, fuck you. <laughs> well, that was like uh, just on this week's uh, uh, Bet the Process with uh, Rufus Peabody and Jeff Ma. They were talking about how if you play optimally, and that includes like gaming the comps and the perks, well, that you could probably break even at at craps there uh, if you're if you're playing it optimally. So it's it's like yeah. that same kind of thought process, but you have to be doing everything right taking advantage of the bonuses the comps the perks right definitely the i mean i guess some poker machines like some of them are beatable but like it depends and i would think at the state level here because we don't have a we don't have a nevada you know i mean we don't have a las vegas in illinois so it's like just add bars and stuff like that the vig's probably so high that you're still gonna be you know giving money away but like if you could get it to like the bare minimum and i'm, I'm saying like this is for people who like can't stop or something like clearly okay stop you know you, you have a problem but if you can't stop like at least use your brain about it and study this and if you're gonna be playing all the time you should get that perfect strategy down craps is a lot easier craps is just like the the pass line right like i think you just do um just that one bet and or or bet the true odds right i think a few right. of the ones are true odds too oh uh, yeah yeah it's easier said than done. I, I think in general, there's, I guess there are, there is this funny, you know, how people categorize themselves as, I guess the two axes would be, you know, um, entertainment to edge gamblers and then like nits to degenerates. Yeah. And like, there are obviously very sharp edge gamblers who are also degenerates, yeah. but I'm guessing a lot of people who fall into that bucket who are addicted to slots are in the like knit entertainment Oh, addicted God. category. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's generous, like saying entertainment as opposed right. to just like, you're being dumb about this. Like well, you could no, be a degenerate, just like do the best strategy and get the cops. Yeah. I do think it is like for them, it is entertainment. Like they get that dopamine rush and mm -hmm. it's their preferred way to, to pass the time. It's true. I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but like, um, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think you should be, if you're going to be addicted to it, maybe you just still have the entertainment yeah. and, and enjoy the entertainment and just play it to where you're breaking even at least. Right. Like, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I, that, I don't think that I, I, maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with intelligence, I guess, but. No, that's like, I mean, when I'm at the casino and I get drunk and I'm not trying yeah. to play GTO poker, but I will play pretty aggro. And it's like, I know that if I'm going to be drunk and not making optimal decisions, at least being aggro is going to be the better of the two yeah. as far as playing. And so even just having the like, I'm not just blindly going all in, like you still want to have fun and try to win. Yeah. You want to play strategically. Otherwise, yeah. But I guess that is just the thing of people who like games, who like puzzles, I think slots are an almost an entirely, at least even blackjack, you got to do some math in your head. Yeah. Like slots, you're literally just in a coma pressing a button. Yeah. But you could still learn that perfect strategy. Yeah. I got uh, kicked out of a poker room in San Jose once drunk at like seven in the morning. This sounds like <laughs> a great story. What is it? Stack some dude, right? Like five minutes before. With... I didn't deserve it. But I, I won. <laughs> I think eventually they started complaining about me. Just in, in where you you had to have been saying some shit. Probably. <laughs> Probably. When was the last time you played poker live? That might have been it, man. I don't know. Back then. <laughs> you got thrown out, time. never walked back in. <laughs> yeah, they have a bunch of rooms there. We played like two or three of them in the same night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I hate live poker. I, I played it a ton back in the day, but the only live poker I enjoy, I guess, you know, if there's a really good tournament, um, that can be fun. And then also like when I go to Vegas with my buddies or whatever, and we just all get drunk and get like six of us at a table. And again, I know we're just taking money from each other 
but just being drunk and having them bring you drinks with all your buddies at the table with like three strangers who are like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> is, is a very fun experience. That is, that actually sounds fun. The only problem that is like, I get to see like the less experienced players kind of ruining it, you know, and like yeah. for these, these tourists, you know, they're like showing their cards. They don't know how to hide the cards. They're, they're, they're doing string bats and shit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. With my, my, my buddy, uh, he always plays this game when we're, we're doing that where he'll, um, he'll like balance a dollar bill or a $5 bill, like on his poker stack. And he'll say to the dealer, if you can fling a card and knock this bill off, it's yours. And normally they like turn him down, turn him down. And eventually the atmosphere gets so loose that the dealer's throwing cards to get, get tips. So yeah, I, I've I seen that. Good. I've seen that bit before. It's a, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, I will say here. So yeah, Chad's uh, devastated with the news. Ah. Luckily I'm in Ottawa. Uh, Ontario, which is right across the river from Quebec. So, um, the first least... time someone's ever said, luckily I'm in Ottawa. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> There's a first time for everything, but yeah, at least with some of that stuff, uh, obviously it sucks, but you know, if you love masters DFS and you can at least drive across the river, enter your lineups and then, and then head back and still do it. I mean, at least you have an out there. Yeah. So I was thinking I don't know anything about the politics of Ontario, but I'm assuming it's just like America and the casinos there. I would like to know if they have like casinos there or what interests were pushing back on this legislation. Cause it's not like these legislators know anything about this mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, the, the, the right number for this thing I know nothing about is a hundred thousand and 25%. That sounds about right. You know, like they do do research, like they don't do research. The staff does research and then, gives it to them but that's not how decisions are made that's usually just to like copy legislation from other states or provinces and then introduce that very similar legislation so like there's definitely uh stakeholders in the background fucking you guys i just don't know who they are I would, like it could be um horse tracks or do you guys have dog tracks there or yeah um who else would be interested in it the, like poker rooms um, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm blanking on some other ones, but whoever it is is the ones fucking you. Yeah, I guarantee, I guarantee it. Well, isn't this setup? I mean, as I understand it, with the Ontario thing, it's like very analogous to the Vegas situation, right? Where the incumbent, you know, brick and mortar casinos having a, mono- a monopoly there and have been able to keep out all of these new online forms of gaming. And that's kind of with this Ontario sports book moving in. They're like, and now you can't play DFS where it's this perverted logic where they think, Oh, if you're playing DFS, you're not going to come bl- play blackjack at the casino or bet sides or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's logic and then there's, there's political arguments, right. That are used for convenience. Like they don't believe them, but they just use them. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, but what in Illinois, they made the DFS sites buy or buy into the casinos to give the casino owners more money. Mm-hmm. It's like that was part of the nego- negotiation. So that's why, like, if you log into DraftKings in Illinois, it says DraftKings, uh, I can't remember the casino, uh, DraftKings, whatever. Like, so like Bet Rivers, this was part of Casino Queen, right? It says, it says on my site, which I'm sure it doesn't say on yours, DraftKings at Casino Queen. Hmm. So like they made them buy into all of them. Interesting. That that's like on your, the skin of the yeah. sportsbook site when you go to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have your own branding in Illinois. Um, in FanDuel, uh, I can't remember who they partnered with. And DraftKings was the worst because Casino Queens, like whatever, four hours from Illinois. And uh, it happened during uh, COVID. So that was another bullshit thing is during they, they, they wanted um, uh, Bet Rivers wanted so Bet Rivers has like the biggest political influence in Illinois, and so that to allow it, they had to get them to say yes. And part of that deal was all the other sites couldn't register people online or over the phone mm-hmm. for a year and a half, for two years, something like that, right? And then eventually, DraftKings and FanDuel's lobbyists just said, "Fine, let's just do it now and get into it." And Bat Rivers thought they'd have a two-year head start. And so here was their argument was, 
Um, DraftKings already has a head start because they have all these DFS players that were illegal. They illegally obtained, right? And so if they, we need a two-year head start just to catch up with them. That was their argument. And so, so they had two years where you had to go in to register all the way to the casino, which is um, trying to see Fanduel's one. I can't find it, but uh, uh, so and then COVID happens. And so, like, I'm like, you're not going to go. I'm not going to drive four hours. I can't get into the casino anyways, or at least you're not supposed to. This is the beginning of the pandemic. And um, uh, uh, the governor lifted that that mm-hmm. provision for, like, six months or something. And then the the six months went away. The, they were still on lockdown. And <laughs> and, uh, and then they took they took it away. It was some. I'm, I'm messing up the timeline a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Like it's just like it clearly had nothing to do with keeping people safe, right? Like it was all political from the start, which almost all this fucking shit is. And so, like, I'd like to. I, it'd be interesting to know the dynamics in Ontario and what's going on. But it's not this organic process of democracy and these guys just trying to come to the best conclusion for you. I guarantee yeah. it. As Steel Curtain says, there's little to no casino lobby. It's strictly that I seriously doubt it. Honestly, not not uh, no offense, and I obviously I don't live there. I'm sure there's plenty of incompetence. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. But like the legislature, uh, and I'm sure it's the same way everywhere. Is just like, and I had multiple people tell me this when I first got to Springfield, and they all thought they were smart, smarter than the last guy, but they. they the legislature is basically just like like sampled from your average population. Like there's a couple smart guys, you know, a decent amount of dummies, and a bunch of average people. Like there's no one really that special. So like there should be people there who know what's going on. And then the staff is completely different. The staff has a lot more power than people realize, and they're researching all this stuff. They can look at Illinois' legislation. They can look at – Pennsylvania and all the differences. And it would really shock me if someone on staff didn't do that for this bill, because usually you get assigned a section like gambling, whatever your gambling is. And that would be part. You'd usually get like, it depends on how big the, um, the sector is, but you might get like two or three. If it's like insurance, you maybe that'll be your own only thing. Cause insurance is so big, at least in America, it's probably not as big in Canada. Um, casino queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. St. Louis. But, um, Anyways, it'd be shocking to me if their staff didn't know uh, what's going on and all the ins and outs. And, and the, the, you know, there could be people there, there could be people holding back bills that have nothing to do with their um, with their industry just because they have so much influence and they're trying to pressure them to, to give them something for something completely unrelated. Like it happens, const- it yeah. happens constantly. So like, even though there's a direct line of logic with Bet rivers in Illinois and, and DFS, right. They they're, they're only doing that because they can use this direct line to achieve their, their end goals. If they didn't, they've used it in other, other areas. It doesn't matter. Like if you have the, the influence and the power to do it, it doesn't fucking matter. If logic, logic is Logic is for you people, right? Not for them. <laughs> They'll use logic when it's convenient to achieve their goals, but it has not. It doesn't really have anything to do with that. So, like, they'll they'll take, they'll they'll be like, we want to oppose this bill. The unions do it too. Like, we'll just oppose this non-related bill because you guys aren't giving us this on this other thing. It happens fucking constantly, and they'll do it behind the scenes. They'll just call the guy. They don't have to go to committee and and, and oppose it. They don't have to make it publicly known. They know. Yeah. I didn't even think of this implication here. Uh, how many of oh, those God. users are almost exclusively playing hockey or at least well, as their primary sport? I guess that's a double-edged sword because you also probably lose the best players, best DFS players. <laughs> you think it would, that be your thesis just by like pure sample size. If a lot of people play. I know Canada, a lot of the top ones are from Canada. Yeah. But they're not necessarily all in Ontario. Yeah, uh, and also, sorry, for the audio listeners, uh, Sully Brochill in chat saying, hockey prize pools are headed for the Simpsons stop, he's already dead meme, <laughs> uh, already with dead. the implication being that the uh, the user base is is getting kneecapped. I wonder where uh, Testoster Town lives. He's the, the number one guy. 
I mean, but but either way, like the the volume's gonna go gonna go significantly down. Yeah. Um, Eric Johnson trying to end a classic lulls segment about DFS and regulation and governments by saying, "Just give me the plays." Um, I believe is Masters week next week. Uh, yeah. Okay. We might have to, maybe we'll bring on a golf thought leader and do a little uh, Masters preview next week, but uh, I don't even know what tournaments this weekend. Do you have any golf takes? I, I do. Are we doing next week? I thought we were going to just push it and do. Uh, oh, just do the Saturday? Saturday, but we could do both. I'm, I'm good. I would I would be down to to talk a little uh, Masters, okay. fire a yeah. little bit. Let's do it. And that, I think my, my, I hate, I, I feel like I'm just, I'm just going to jinx this guy, jinx these guys, but. Hideki. Okay. I think on three X the field. Would you call this a classic brick whale play? <laughs> yes. There you I go. got, uh, I actually, I don't, I don't have my uh, ownership. Uh, let me get this up. I got Siwoo Kim. I love him as a tournament play. Uh, do you know anything about these guys I'm talking about, Pete? No, no. No, GA saying, oh, no, Pete with the golf takes. What golf take did I just have? I just said I don't know. I don't have any takes. I said I want to have someone on to talk about golf so I can tail them and make a few lineups. Uh, KH Lee. Those are probably my top three over. Who's overweight. the third one? KH Lee. I am not going to pr- try to pronounce his full okay. name. So it's Hideki. Who is the second guy? Uh, Siwoo. Siwoo? Yep. And Lee. I'm noticing a pattern with your taste. Oh, you know what? I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't see that. See, because I don't see color. Okay. <laughs> what do we what if Brian what are Brian's loves in life? It is uh Finnish prime ministers and Asian golfers. <laughs> <sighs> I don't discriminate. I oh do not discriminate. God. If you are uh a a, a, a a value play or a beautiful yeah. woman. <laughs> <laughs> there the correlation what is the r squared with three Asian golfers? <laughs> i swear to god that was not intentional i wonder if my my what if like i'm so biased i bias my own model <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna look behind the curtain and see uh see how much you're waiting this speaking of new Ugh. golf models ryan bradley asked thoughts on etr grabbing golf so yeah the uh oh. our friends over at established the run have been teasing a new golf launch. I believe Adam said they were going to announce it Friday. Brian and I think we, we kind of know what's cooking though. Yeah. No inside information, just no. connecting dots. Right. Who would, here was my logic. And, and I think Pete, Pete's the same. Who would Adam say, uh, this is going to be a big, big reveal. I can't remember what he phrased it, but however he phrased it, who could it possibly be? Like yeah. how many guys, how many guys in the universe could that possibly be? Also, the way he worded the tweet, he said the people and I think he used the word analytics behind it. Um, and so, yeah, my my guess is that uh, Rufus Peabody is going to be bringing his golf model to ETR. That's my guess. And I I agreed with you. Um, that was the first name that popped in my head. I don't know who else they could get. It seems like that's what, like what other be. golf products out there in the DFS space, just in general, have you been impressed by, or have you sampled much or looked so, at ownership R's and stuff like that? The, the one I look at Alex's, um, yeah. I have daily Roto, um, and they use, and I also look at data golf. Let me make sure that website's right. This is where I used to check that for, for the cut sweat stuff. Right. That's, that's the live prediction for you guys, uh, yeah. play D, uh, DFS golf. And you don't know this. If you go to data golf, I'm sure you can Google it. Their live prediction, um, page. It's pretty sweet. It's like you could, you could sweat your golfers with like, it'll tell you a percentage chance they have the make what percent chance it's going to be minus three or minus four cut. Um, yeah, those, those are the guys I, and, and I've heard good things about, uh, Rick Rungood. Yeah. And, and no offense. I I've never, never seen his stuff or sign up for his stuff, but that is because I've been doing this a long time. So, 
Uh, he, uh, he, so you might want to check him out. And he also has, um, he has a really good YouTube channel. He does. I, I'm not familiar with like the golf analytics side of what he does, but his, his content and his YouTube channel is really good. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen a video. My, my buddy watches him religiously and he always, yeah. um, and then, and then I know, um, again, I've been doing this a long time, so I don't, I don't keep up on this stuff, but I know Noto, uh, Rono Grinders, I think released his proprietary, uh, model. Mm. So you guys might want to check that out. He's, he's pretty sharp. Yeah. Um, and yes, Ryan Bradley further, uh, teasing out, um, of course, uh, Rufus, uh, launched the site unabated, which we talked about with him. Maybe our friend CSU Rami looking to get off some golf takes. Who's also been doing a little content for unabated. Maybe a little CSU Rami, a little Rufus golf pod, get yeah. the band back together. Seems too good to be true. Yeah. I mean, if it's going to be like, and it's uh, Joe Schmo, it's like, why did you tease this, Adam? Like, no one cares. Like, it's got to be Rufus. And I, it depends on what he gives out. I don't know how he does his model, too, because if it's not like a full sim, it might not be that great for DFS, but I'm assuming it probably is. And so it'd be really easy for him to put it, just make some fantasy point calculations after that, and then hit all his bets. And when he's done, here you go. You know, I mean, and no skin off his back. Yeah, I think it, I think it'll, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be, uh, I don't I mean, like it. What? Yeah. I, I bet you don't like it. No, because I'm already copying him. <laughs> or at least I'm trying to figure yeah. out what, what's going on in the markets and stuff and then adjust my stuff to fit it. Cause I'm not trying to beat the markets. I'm just, right. um, so that kind of sucks for me if that actually happens, but I got, I mean, that's one less, hopefully they don't get a lot of subs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys can stay tuned uh, to that. I believe, like I said, they're going to announce that uh, Friday. Those guys always doing good work over there. Um, steel curtain still pumping you, you know, Eric got your golf plays. Uh, steel curtain is going to the Raptors game tonight in dusty Ontario. He can't play DFS, but he sure as hell can fire at props. Brian, do you have anything up on uh, Brick 75? Wednesdays are tough for me to get my props out because gotcha. we got PGA, the show, blah, blah, blah. But like I told the guys in my Discord, like I'm I'll probably do maybe a couple more, but there's like no point until the ten until playoffs at this point. Mm -hmm. Um the rotations, Pete, you're you're not in these streets, but it's just ridiculous. Last night, that was Dwight Howard last night, people. Uh, NBA people in the chat five minutes this guy gets like uh, and I was what was his projected minutes in most places like 28 I want to say sure. um he got announced as starter yeah and then they like benched him after five minutes and just didn't bring him back and started somebody else in the second half and um because the lifeblood of NBA projections is minutes projections right oh yeah 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 better you could do with that better you're gonna more money you're going to make, but like, it doesn't like it's, I, I honestly, honestly I don't blame anybody because it's, yeah. it's that time of season where people are tanking. You don't know what, you know, what's going on. Yeah. He was, he was high owned and he could have been higher owned if he was now starter earlier. Cause it was a late game. He probably would have been 50 or 60. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, anyways, it, like you don't know who's going to start the they, they leave them question questionable whether they're tanking or not whether they're getting ready for the playoffs so there's like why do and i usually release my props around like two or something right so like why would i there's no point in that and you you might screw it up more than anything because you really can't bet in the unders so like when in the nba like we've said this on a, on shows in the past like you if there's questionable um players you you really don't want to mess with unders um because if that guy, like, let's say DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine on the Bulls or something like that, where, like, if one of them goes out, like, you're under points bet on Levine is dead now. I mean, like, you might hit it, but, like, it was a waste of money. Like, it was a bad bet, especially with if, if like, DeRozan was questionable. So, like, you could just, like, I guess if I had to do a strategy, like the Pickums or whatever, yeah. uh, the, the Pickums would make some sense, too, because – because I'm assuming they they just bring the parlay down one, and then you play at those odds. Yeah, I don't know the rules on underdog, but I'm guessing that's what they are. So if a guy gets, you just do all overs, you know, smart overs, you know, use my app or something, um, and like 
my app is working for overlays right now on this. Um, but don't trust the colors. The guy's got to fix the colors. Uh, Cause it's supposed to be like green if it's good, red if it's bad, but it's not, it's backwards right now. But if you upload um, ETRs projections, it'll just automatically overlay right next to the, to the guy's name. Anyways, I would just bet overs. Mm-hmm. And then if the guy gets ruled out, so like just take three and, and if the guy gets ruled out, like, Hey, good. Like I got two guys left and their stud is one of their other studs is gone. Something like that. Like if you like, this is this is like the the, the slot machine degen thing. Like if you right. have to bet, <laughs> at least get it in slightly. At least get good. it in, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean I have to enable you guys by putting props out there that are going to be pointless in three hours. Um, I, what I would say is uh, just take the Fred Van Vliet overs. Um, you know, uh, help <laughs> help pump my my Fred Van Vliet heavy Top Shot bags there. See, uh, I would it, do like. Like like Barnes, Van Fleet, Siakam. I'm not saying I don't know what the injury situation is on the on the Raptors, but just hypothetically, I'm saying. And then like if if they sit Siakam, now you got a two two man parlay uh, that's got to be plus EV. I don't know what the what the odds are, are on this, and they don't have any vig on here. That I'm assuming that's probably plus. Wait, EV. so what were you? Are you saying on the on the take the points? Over? Yeah, so you do like over Siakam, over Van Fleet. And then over um, Scotty Barnes points. Yeah. And you could do rebounds too. Uh, but anyways, just hypothetically with points. And now if Barnes gets ruled out, but I, don't bet this, Pete. I'm just saying, because I don't know what the injury situation is. <laughs> I tailed Brian. I get uh, financial advice. You said you're refunding that. Oh, you got to pick it from at least two teams. Sorry, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you rugged me. Give um, me another one, Brian. I'm tailing. And then let's say Siakam gets ruled out. Now you're looking, you know, you, you probably get an extra point or so out of those guys. It depends on the distribution. You want to use your head on it, but like, uh, I don't want um, to use my head. I want you to tell me what to bet. And then I get mad at you. But like rebounds would be a good one too. So like, um, yeah, I get, well, Towns kind of eats all the boards up on. Yeah. Minnesota. So you like the over there? He said eating up these boards. Is he going to eat up 10 of them? I don't know who's going to get benched. <laughs> All right. There it is. Brian is guaranteeing you can bet $25 to win 250 I am sharing my slip in the chat. You cannot lose. This one is on Brian. All right. Tell me. Tail Brian. <laughs> Tail it. Lock City. They're coming for you, Brian. I can't wait to have uh, uh, a little uh, gambling a little is fun. Sweat today. I mean, that's a horrible bet if those guys don't get benched. <laughs> it was theoretically. No, you said it. I'm, I'm jamming three Asians into my lineup, and I'm betting all over. They're probably, the Toronto, they're probably playing for like a playoff spot, and like these guys need to play 50. You know, oh, wait, now if they need to play 40 minutes, then actually that's not the end of the world because they keep them hey, out there longer than normal. Keep these thoughts out of your mouth, Governor. You know that's fine. Answer. That's good because then, then you actually have a decent bet on your hands. Um, wait, don't, don't you think the whole thing's just voided if one of those guys doesn't play? This is what I was asking you. Cause on a, uh, the sports books, it just they, brings, the, it just break. brings the parlay down a leg and then gives you those ads. Gotcha. I'll check in as a underdog thought leader. I should probably, know <laughs> probably Andrew Mackins, let me, let me know in the chat if that's how it works. Um, this was fun. Uh, thank you guys as always for hanging out. Brian and I will huddle about next week. I, I think it'd be fun to do a little masters theme yeah. show on Wednesday. Oh, you know what? Andrew hmm. did confirm. It does go from a pick four to a pick three. So your, your Let's, strat is undeniable. This is probably after show talk, but we're, we're here anyways. Let's, let's, let's talk to somebody at ETR. Maybe their product will be released for that. Yeah. week. I'm sure they'd probably want to come on and show it off. Yeah, that sounds fun. Right. Um, sounds good. Uh, all right, guys, thank you to the Hooper Twitch gang. Thank you to the YouTube gang. Hopefully you guys can remain civil throughout the week until the next show. <laughs> uh, be sure to check out Brian's site, brick75.com. You can get more, uh, his ownership projections and also his nifty app. I've been using it for underdog drafts. You can use it for pick them, upload your favorite projections, and then just straight print anything. I'm forgetting Brian. No, don't, don't go. Don't slap anyone. All right, guys. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that needed to be said, but try not to slap anybody if you can help it. Ownership is up on my site if you want to check it out for PGA tomorrow. Uh, we got the app working. 
I think that's it. Uh, if you just, if you have a Twitch account, sub to my uh, Twitch account, please. I, I, I have embarrassingly low amount of followers. <laughs> um, normally, I would play the outro, but I'm going to play the intro one more time to serve okay. as our outro because I want to see it again. Thank you guys for hanging out. We will see you next Wednesday afternoon. Peace. I, does he think? I it's think he thinks goat. this. He thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? Random.org. <laughs> Type in one for yes, two for no, and let the DFS guys pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. <laughs> Please don't do bus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.